This is James Shepard with another edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. And this week we're talking about beating the odds on chargebacks, how to automate, simplify, and profit from this chargeback process. Chargebacks is not a topic I often discuss. After all, most of my work with ISOs, payment service providers, and sales reps involves helping them sell credit card processing services. Chargebacks don't fit neatly into those conversations. But frankly, our industry spends too much time and money selling merchant services without considering the long-term effects of the antiquated chargeback mechanism that seems to most benefit bad actors while hurting the merchant and industry residuals. The chargeback process was created over 50 years ago. It was intended to protect consumers against liability for charges incurred when credit cards are stolen or when merchants are unscrupulous. Unfortunately, fraudsters quickly learned to game the system. Mercator Advisory Group predicts U.S. consumers will dispute more than 33 million credit card transactions this year alone. Okay, that's 0.05% of all transactions. <clears throat> With the average disputed transaction at $90, that is nearly $1.8 billion in fraudulent or unscrupulous credit card chargebacks this year. And that's just the cost of goods and services sold. The all-in cost of a chargeback is $2.40 for every $1 of disputed value. In other words, that $90 chargeback cost the merchant $216 in lost opportunity, wage expenses, uh, all the other administrative things that go along with it. More businesses have shifted to online and other card not present situations. Nearly half of e-commerce merchants surveyed last year by the website payments.com said they were seeing more chargebacks than they had prior to March 2020. Jack Shannon, the CEO of Charge Sentry, has firsthand experience with chargebacks, first as an e-commerce merchant and then as a payfac. Jack employed an army of experts to manage and respond to chargebacks, but even in the best of times, he was only winning about 20% of the cases. This is something that we talked about in a recent Merchant Sales Podcast interview. <clears throat> now, uh, Charge Century is the sponsor of this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight because I love what they are doing with chargebacks. Uh, Jack also said in the interview, I had acquired a unique understanding of chargebacks from the merchant and the payfax side of the challenge. He knew there had to be a better way to handle chargebacks, one that leveraged automation, enriched data, and artificial intelligence to collect and present fact-based evidence challenging chargebacks. So, Jack built a solution which did just that, and his solution eventually led him to start Charge Sentry. As a result, the e-commerce company he was operating saw its chargeback win rate rise above 60%. He also says, plus, we were able to reassign staff to other positions in need of their skill set. The improvements to cash flow and time management alone were significant. So let's dive in and talk about chargebacks a little bit to make sure we all kind of understand what we're talking about. And then we'll talk about some of the solutions um, that Charge Century has been working on that I want to highlight in this edition. Chargeback basics. <clears throat> it's incredible but true that over 60% of chargebacks received by small to mid-sized merchants go undisputed. Why? 
because the time and expense of responding often outweighs the cost of refunding a purchase. Or so those, those merchants might believe. What many fail to appreciate is that the true cost of a chargeback is much higher than the amount of the transaction. So here is the progression of a typical chargeback. A cardholder or consumer contacts their card issuer, usually their bank, to complain. The complaint is that a transaction posted to the cardholder's account wasn't authorized or that the product or service purchased was defective. Thus, the transaction shouldn't be honored. The issuer provisionally credits the cardholder's account and informs the acquirer of the disputed transaction along with a reason code. The acquirer, or what we would call a processor, then has 30 days to resolve the problem. The acquirer promptly forwards details of the dispute to the merchant and provisionally debits the merchant's account for the transaction amount. The merchant is also assessed a chargeback fee which may range between $25 to $100. So uh, notice at the beginning here, we have a situation of guilty until proven innocent as it relates to the merchant. When a cardholder goes to the bank and says, this transaction wasn't legitimate, the merchant gets money debited from their account uh, or taken off of their next payment processing statement you know, immediately uh, before they even have a chance to respond. Then they can respond to try to get that money back. So number four in this process, the merchant can ignore the chargeback and just eat the loss, right? So if they don't do it, say anything about it or produce any evidence that the transaction was legitimate, well, then they lose the chargeback dispute and the consumer gets to keep this money. Or he or she can respond to the acquirer by providing details substantiating the legitimacy of the sale. The information required can vary depending on the card brand, acquirer, and issuer. Basic information generally includes a copy of the merchant's refund or return policy agreed to by the customer, um, address verification and CVV matches, as well as the time and date of the purchase. The acquirer reviews the information provided by the merchant. When possible, the acquirer bolsters that with additional information to which they have access. They present a case to the issuer for rejecting the chargeback on behalf of the merchant. The issuer, after reviewing the facts of the case, decides to honor or reject the chargeback. Often, issuers reject these rebuttals. The issuer then notifies the cardholder and the acquirer of the decision, and the acquirer then notifies the merchant. So it's important to understand that kind of the main decision maker here is actually the issuing bank. Now, it's very important to understand that the issuing bank doesn't deal directly with the merchant. They're customer in this case is the consumer. So do they want to make their, you know, deposit holder angry? Do they want to make their customer upset? No, of course not. So it's an, it's an interesting situation where we have the merchant is guilty until proven innocent. And the, the one company that ultimately is deciding whether or not to, you know, uh, give this money back to the merchant or, you know, give it to the consumer is a company that has a vested interest in the consumer. So it's a very difficult and challenging process. And as a result, many chargebacks are not even disputed uh, or if they are disputed, they are lost. And this is money that the business owner is losing. So let's talk about charge Sentry for a minute. <clears throat> charge Sentry, the sponsor of this merchant sales insight takes the legwork out of this long and arduous process for the merchant. They continually monitor client transactions. They leverage technologies like AI 
they spring into action as soon as a chargeback claim enters the system. Then, Charge Sentry presents a detailed and compelling rebuttal on behalf of the merchant. Three steps to controlling chargebacks, and this is what I really want to dive into because I think this is what is needed in the industry, and I think it's a space that Charge Sentry is doing a really good job of filling. Merchants ignoring chargebacks not only lose the value of goods sold, but they also risk getting fined and or dismissed from the card networks if they have too many lost chargebacks. Because again, it's, you know, the, the consumer is saying they charged me fraudulently or they should not have charged me or they didn't come through on what they promised. or They didn't provide what they said they were going to provide. And for the business owner to say, you're right, we didn't. That's a problem and you don't want uh, too much of that. Existing chargeback response services have neglected the small and medium-sized merchant market for years, often demanding lengthy contracts, charging expensive monthly fees, requiring considerable integration, and heavily relying on merchants' data to respond to chargebacks. So in other words, there are companies that automate chargeback response, but only after a really significant process and usually working with large or you know, huge merchants to help them, but the small to medium business they haven't had this kind of fully automated, easy-to-use system. Charge Sentry solves these challenges for merchants by, number one, offering budget-minded monthly pricing. Number two, eliminating integration with instant payment processor connections, which we'll talk more about in a second. Number three, enriching chargeback details with fact-based information to increase the win rates. And number four, completely automating all chargeback responses requiring no additional effort from the merchant. Charge Sentry has a solution more suited to the SMBs, a low-cost, fully automated service that requires no complicated integrations. It's a processor-agnostic solution that ISOs, payment service providers, and e-commerce services and their sales reps can offer SMBs as a value-added service. Even though merchants who fight chargebacks will often find themselves on the losing side of the dispute, most merchants who have employees dedicated to challenging chargebacks are winning about 20% of those challenges at best, explains Jack. Unfortunately, most SMBs have no idea how to properly respond to a chargeback dispute, if they respond at all. Uh, and there is a tremendous opportunity to partner with Charge Sentry to add a value and revenue to these uh, merchants and even to your own uh, processing portfolio. Leveraging an automated solution like Charge Sentry helps merchants avoid chargebacks. Um, uh, avoid chargeback losses, rather. This also eliminates the time and expense for merchants who challenge chargebacks on their own. Jack says that his win rate is about 70 to 80%, which is fantastic when you're talking about uh, responding to chargebacks. Charge Century currently offers a subscription service as well as a pay-as-you-go plan that supports merchants at any level. The solution more than pays for itself in successful challenges to chargebacks. Three reasons why you should consider partnering with Charge Sentry and sell chargeback response services. Although this is not a usual topic for me to address, I truly believe those serious about building a profitable merchant services portfolio and adding value to their company cannot ignore the risk chargebacks pose to their merchants and their portfolio. If you're building a portfolio of e-commerce merchants or card not present, it's more than a good idea. It's a necessity. According to some estimates, 80% of all chargeback frauds in 2020 occurred in card not present channels like e-commerce. ISOs, payment service providers, and agents are well positioned to help merchants respond and win chargebacks. Here are three good reasons for offering an automated chargeback solution 
Uh, number one, revenue generation. There is money to be made offering a chargeback solution as a value-added service. Just like any other software provider, ChargeSentry has several revenue models for working with ISOs, payment service providers, and agents from simple referral fees to ongoing residuals. Uh, Jack says, we approach each partner uniquely. We offer very generous compensation for our partners. Uh, reason number two is merchant retention. Chargeback losses take a huge bite out of merchant revenues. The all-in cost of $2.40 for every dollar lost to a chargeback can prove crippling to some merchants, especially those selling high-priced items in a card-not-present environment. You know, when you're selling uh, home services, let's say, and it's $6,000 transactions and you lose one, uh, that's a huge cost. SMBs are particularly vulnerable because, uh, in a particularly vulnerable position because they lack the expertise and resources needed to successfully challenge chargebacks. Helping merchants protect their revenues from unwarranted chargebacks and grow their business is a great retention strategy. Freed from the burden of dealing with chargebacks, merchants have more time and money to invest in their business. They are less likely to be lured away by other payment processing agreements or arrangements rather that could once again leave them vulnerable to chargebacks. Finally, reason number three, manage your risk with added merchant transparency. Most ISOs and payment service providers claim that over 70% of small and medium-sized merchants never respond to their chargebacks. This can raise red flags and keep risk managers guessing, even for the ISO. And so it's very important to understand that an acquirer or an ISO, they also get kind of graded based on the number of fraudulent transactions, chargebacks, things like that, that are kind of going through their portfolio as a whole. This can affect a merchant's processing ability or even get them terminated. Information is power, and this is especially true in risk management. Acquirers and processors employ armies of risk managers to analyze transaction data and trends to fend off fraud losses. Every chargeback challenge provides more information and insights to support acquirers and processor risk management objectives. Well, there you go. That's the Merchant Sales Insight for this week. Again, I know it's a bit of a different topic. Um, I do want to finish this out with a little blurb about ChargeSentry to kind of give a little more context of exactly what they do. So um, ChargeSentry part, has a partner program. They offer a customized and integrated chargeback response service to help merchant services providers, um, ISOs, e-commerce software providers, resellers, uh, earn more money, you know, improve merchant risk, transparency, and reduce customer churn. All this is done while helping their customers increase chargeback revenue recovery, save time, and help maintain a healthy merchant processing relationship. So the idea here is that ChargeSentry is integrated directly with the processor as a processor agnostic solution. And the idea is when a chargeback happens, ChargeSentry just basically logs in via the API to the processor and grabs all of the relevant um, transaction data that's needed, and then um, they will craft a response automatically using AI and then submit this dispute response. Um, and that's how that process kind of works at, at a high level. Um, Charge Century also has no contracts, no messy integrations. Um, it's a fully automated solution with simple pricing. Charge Century bolsters transaction level details with other information that helps make more informed decisions. No one else is doing this, Jack says. Merchants, especially e-commerce merchants from all over the world, trust ChargeSentry to respond to their chargebacks. So you can reach out to them. It's ChargeSentry.com, just like it sounds. It's C-H-A-R-G-E, Charge, and then Sentry, S-E-N-T-R-Y. So ChargeSentry.com slash partner. ChargeSentry.com. 
chargecentry.com slash, I'm sorry, slash partners, chargecentry.com slash partners. And uh, definitely go there, check it out. I would really encourage you to look at it. I think it's a great reseller program, especially if you're going after the card, not present a world going to be a big win. So my name is James Shepard. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this week's edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. You can download the PDF document to learn more by going to ccsalespro.com slash insights, ccsalespro.com slash insights. Thanks so much. Have a great day.